Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Full Pelt Music podcast from Full Pelt Music. Shortly, we'll be chatting with the Ninth Wave ahead of their final shows coming up this week. But before then, the usual reminders with myself. If you would, please do follow us on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And if you would also, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button wherever you are watching. Welcome everyone to the Full Pelt Music Podcast. We're delighted today to be joined by Hayden from the Ninth Wave. Thank you, Hayden, for joining us. How are you today? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, no, we're delighted to have you on. Uh, obviously, your second album, Heavy Like a Headache, is coming out this week, so you must be very excited about that. What should uh, listeners expect from that album? Uh, they should expect something different. Um, it's pretty different to, to all of our releases that we've done in the past. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like, the, like elements that make us what we are still there but there's yeah there's definitely a lot of new stuff happening around this album yeah um you guys have, have actually produced it yourselves haven't you um so yeah, yeah. What, what was the creative process like um for you heading into this album compared perhaps to your previous releases um it's i mean it, it didn't change that much uh in terms of like actually writing the album um <clears throat> we all uh, like the songs have always been written like solo um, and then they'll get brought into the band um, and then we'll all sort of pick it apart and, and uh, build it back up again. Um, so in that regard it was the same as what, what we've what we've always done really. Um, and then yeah the only difference was we just had nobody there to tell us if we were being shite or not. <laughs> um, so yeah make of that what you will. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you're obviously delighted with the, the product that you're going to be uh, putting out there and in the work you've done. Yeah, yeah, we're really happy with how it turned out. Because um, obviously, like, it's the first, with the Happy Days EP that we put out a couple of years ago, we, we self-produced two yeah. of the songs on that. Um, and then that kind of made us go like, all right, let's try and do this for a full album. And then when it came to it, we were like, Oh, fucking hell like we're actually doing this so it was a bit like uh daunting i guess at first um but once we got into it, it just yeah we got into the way that way of working and just really happy with how it turned out yeah no and i'm, I'm sure listeners will be as well we're gonna be having our review up on the website uh, this week so obviously listeners make sure you head to fullpeltmusic.com to look for that and obviously you've, you've put out some songs in advance the listeners already have a good idea of what to expect you've actually had a trilogy of videos you've put out um all directed by Rianne White which are all fantastic uh videos how uh Thanks. how did all of that come about um working with Rianne uh we've worked with Rianne in the past um she did a music video for us uh on uh, one of the tracks on infancy a song called half pure um and yeah we we hadn't we hadn't really talked much since then but she uh, she did a couple of videos for Wasia and the Best Boys um, and just because Rianne was like working working with them it sort of um, yeah we got we got more sort of chatting again um, and then that was that's basically how it happened yeah but we fucking love uh, what she does she's just she's yeah. a really nice person to work with uh, and the way that she does things is really cool so 
yeah, it was um it was a fun experience doing those videos. We did all three of them, all three videos in two days. Wow. So it was wow. quite uh was it three days? Two or three days. I can't remember. Yeah, it's impressive either way, yeah. It was wow. yeah, it was um yeah, <laughs> intense. Yeah, no, definitely. Obviously, listeners need to uh, head over to YouTube and, and watch the, the videos because they're all uh, very unique, but they do, you know, kind of fit together well as a trilogy, which I think is is very good. Um, how much uh, input did you have into the concepts behind each video? Uh, to be honest, not a lot. We kind of just said yeah. to her, like, here's here's the songs, here's the words. This is what the songs are about. Um, like, And then just, like, Rianne sort of do what she does best and come up with uh yeah those those three videos we're really really chuffed with how they turned out um she did an amazing job and everyone else that works on the videos as well um our pal De uh, detroit and colette um they've got their own clothing uh wine or clothing company rather called candy couture um they styled us for the videos um so yeah it was um yeah a lot of nice people uh all working together to make those videos yeah and and the uh you know, the final product is uh is is great works really really well um and another uh video you've recently put out you've put out uh your latest single hard not to to hold you um yeah. so first of all um talk to us about the song what is uh the song about uh that song was written um maybe like Oh my god, it's like three years ago now. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, it's uh I guess it's the song is quite upbeat, but I guess the subject matter is not the cheeriest. Um but yeah, the video for it as well, we just we we wanted to sort of um just basically have like a nice sort of a video that made you feel sort of, sort of like reminiscent about our whole time as a band um yeah. and watching it back it kind of like had a little bit of a, a lump in my throat because uh, it was nice to watch but i was also like oh man it's like yeah i guess it's like, in the context of where we are now as a band it's a little bit sad um yeah yeah but yeah no it's a nice video it is yeah um and like you say um obviously for, for anyone listening that isn't aware obviously the the it's a poignant video because obviously you've recently announced that you're going to be going on an indefinite hiatus as a band after you play some final shows um yeah. so i guess yeah the question um would be at this point you know why um have you chosen this time to, to go on that hiatus um i think i mean this is the thing that um we've all been sort of thinking and saying in other interviews as well as like like when we announced the hiatus we got a wee bit of a not a shock but we were just like oh fuck like people are sad about this but because we made this mm -hmm. decision to go on hiatus like we we finished recording this album over a year ago and it was just after that that we kind of had the discussion um so we've known that this is what's going to be happening for like the best part of a year um so yeah kind of when we announced that we were like oh man we didn't really think about what the reaction would be to this because it's it just sort of felt normal to us at that point like that's what's yeah. just happening um but yeah it was just after the the recording of that album um 
uh, we were all like sort of writing songs as we always do and just showing them to each other and I, I was I was putting on songs and it, I, like as I was uploading them to like our what the band's like private Sinclair like playlist where we always put our new demos and stuff I was just like this doesn't sound like a ninth wave song hmm. um, and that kept happening and I was just like I think I need to do something different um, and then I sort of like went to the rest of the guys and we had a chat and everyone was sort of on the same page it was kind of like it wasn't it, it wasn't exactly a shock to any of us that that, that that's what we would do next um, I guess like um, subconsciously that's all what we were sort of feeling was going to be happening um, and uh, yeah it's not, not the fact that we're going on hiatus and, and ending things uh, it's not really a sad thing for us because we're all going on to do stuff that we want to do and that we want to yeah. put time and effort into um, I, I've, I've been doing this band since I was like seven years old wow um, <laughs> Yeah, I've I like I've always this is what I've always wanted to do, but yeah, I just reached a point where it's now like I, I feel like I'll, I'm ready to do something that something different. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah we're, like, we're all very excited for the for the future. Yeah, and it, it does seem that way. It doesn't feel like uh, an acrimonious split whatsoever. You know, it just feels like a natural yeah. um, you know point at which you you've all obviously got these other projects that you uh, would like to move on to. Uh, it's interesting to know yeah. actually that you know, the album Heavy Like a Whole Headache was um, recorded uh, over a year ago. Um, I, I assume that's probably pandemic related delays to getting that out there as, as well as everything else. Yeah, yeah, it was meant to be out by now. We would have, <laughs> if the album had came out when it was supposed to, we would no longer be a band at this point in time. Well, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> which is funny to think about actually, I've not thought about that before. Um, but yeah, like just like that's the other thing is like we've we've had we've been sitting on this album for so long. It's just yeah. kind of feels a bit like oh, like a little bit frustrating. Frustrating, I guess. Um, yeah, we just want to have it out. Precisely. I mean that that was going to be my my questions. I've spoken to a number of bands over the last few months who have had similar delays to releases of their own, and obviously that that word frustration is the key one that continuously comes out, you know, we're, we're following the, the pandemic and the, all the related delays for the music industry. But obviously that might well be, you know, even more relevant to yourselves as, as you've just described with the situation that you find yourselves in. Um, but yeah. another interesting question that I've been uh, asking bands as we've discussed this point, obviously, is when you've got a uh, collection of songs and album um, sitting there, is it quite hard not to go back to those songs and tinker with them? Um, because I know a lot of musicians, you know, find that uh, difficult not to. Um, no, I've never, I've never wanted to do that, uh, okay. or I've never thought about doing that because, like, when when we walked out of the studio at the end of that session. Like on the last session and then like you know getting all the mixes together once that's all done it's kind of in my head it's like cool um i need to do something new now I yeah don't really it wouldn't be very interesting to me to to sort of go back to something that's already been made i guess uh, yeah the idea of that is not attractive to me <laughs> yeah that's uh, a 
different perspective to, to what I've I've heard from other artists recently, which is uh, yeah, no, quite mm. interesting. So I guess you see, you know, that as that piece of art as almost time stamped to that period, and yeah, you, know, you want to move on. Exactly. To, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's that's the that's the way I've always sort of thought of songwriting in general. It's like a it's a snapshot of that particular yeah. time in your life, and uh, yeah, the idea of going back and changing that to like obviously. Like it's different for like if you've written a lyric, yeah, a few years ago and you've never used it, and then you finally find a place for it. That's totally different. And to be honest, that's the, that's the majority of my words. They're always like, you know, like anytime I think of a lyric, I'll write it down, but I might not use it for like a year or two years. Um, there's definitely some lyrics on this album that have been kicking about for. Fucking! In fact, <laughs> something funny. The 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 first uh, the there's a song called "Sun" on this yeah. album, and um, the chorus. Well, I don't know if we can even call it a chorus, but uh, the chorus line is uh, "I'm not well. I'm struggling to cope. But who in the right mind would want to?" That that lyric is um, from a song that I wrote in this band, like when I was. Oh, fuck knows. It was literally like the first song we put out as a band. It now doesn't exist anywhere on the internet, but like six years ago, or maybe even seven years ago. Yeah. Probably closer to seven. That it, that lyric was on that song. And then it obviously got like, you know, we removed it because we were like, we, that's not what we want to sound like. But yeah, I reused that lyric. Um, so yeah, that that is different. But I wouldn't ever want to go back and change like any of our recordings or anything like that yeah no yeah that is interesting to hear so there's a, a kind of mindset from some people that are, you know, songs are living creatures and they can evolve over time but i guess you know this is the obviously opposite of that that mindset and that uh, you know yeah I, I quite like the idea that a song is a, a snapshot from a certain period of time um yeah, yeah it's quite, definitely quite interesting to me and uh, yeah really interesting to hear as well Obviously, about the uh, recycling of, of lyrics and other, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, you know, yeah. if if a if a tree falls in the woods and uh, no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Well, if, if the song doesn't exist on the internet in twenty twenty two, I guess that song never existed in yeah. the first place. So exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, um, really, really interesting, um, Hayden. So yep. you guys have uh, obviously got your final shows coming up this week. Um, you're going to be playing in Manchester, London, and a sold out hometown Glasgow show for yourselves. Um, two questions uh, around the shows. Has it sunk in yet uh, that these are potentially going to be your final ever shows? And what should fans expect from the shows? Um, I don't think it has fully sunk in yet. We've, like, you know, like the thought of, you know, we've got, we, we've got two more rehearsals before we play Manchester. And... Uh, knowing that we're only going to be in the studio two more times um, is quite a weird thing to think and then I think I think when we play those gigs especially Glasgow because it will be the very last one um, it's going to be weird standing on the stage and going through the set and with each song we pass we'll, we'll know that we'll probably not play that ever again <laughs> yeah um, 
yeah, it's, it's going to be weird. Uh, and the set list is, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the new album, obviously, but then there's also some songs that we haven't played uh, live for a while. Um, Has it been yeah, uh, quite hard, exciting. obviously, to pick that set list? Yeah, I mean, it was and it wasn't. There's there's certain songs that we know that we're like, nah, we we can't, we won't play that. It's not, that's not really who we are anymore. Um, but then, yeah, there was definitely some other songs that were like, ah, what do we do here? Um, well, I, it, when it came to choices like that, we just thought, what, what's gonna be better live and what's like, what are people gonna enjoy more? Um, so yeah. It's a, it's a good set list. I think it's like it's fourteen or fifteen songs. It's, it's quite a long set we're doing, so it's gonna be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, let's to build that stamina up ready. Um <laughs> so over on our uh, sister podcast, the Discover New Music podcast that we do where we feature um a lot of uh, up and coming young artists from around the world, we have a segment called Set List Science. Obviously quite interesting to yourself talking about, you know, what sort of songs are gonna work live there. So the question we tend to ask on that podcast for that segment is you know, do you have any um set rules when you're building the set list you know how much importance do you put on to the uh curation of that set list um no we don't really have any set rules uh we just sort of i don't know well, for, for for this set list we were kind of like right we should probably play at least one song from every release uh, that we've done so like yeah. all the EPs uh, the album the Happy Days EP um, and then obviously quite a bit from this new album um, but nah we'd not really any any no. rules no well uh, I say it's uh, yeah obviously sounds in a really interesting set this for these three shows so people listening to the podcast um, lucky enough to be listening ahead of the uh the shows do make sure you try and pick up a last minute ticket and get to one of these shows because they are going to be obviously very special um you, you've obviously had a you know a, a good really good career over the last six years i'd like to think um you know looking back obviously at that montage from the video for hard not to hold you um and obviously just reflecting on your career to this point you know obviously feels a good um situation for me to ask you the uh the career highlight question you know what what highlights <laughs> would you pick out from your career um to this point um, I think out of everything we've done, uh, just thinking about the fact that we've been able to write and record and release two albums is quite, quite enough of an achievement in itself yeah. for me. Anyway, like if you know, when I was a wee boy wanting to, want to be a rock star. <laughs> the <laughs> the like the dream thing you always want to do is like go on tour and release an album uh, and like just the, th those two simple things like to us now I guess it feels normal but like you know not everyone gets the opportunity to do that uh, and you know with like we've been supported by uh, the Stellar Records our record label the whole time um, and because of that I guess we've been able to do some things that yeah, I, I would have always wanted to have done. So just, yeah, I'm just happy that we've actually been able to have the opportunity to, to do that. Um, yeah, are there any uh, particular live shows that pop straight into your head when I, I mention live shows that you think would be a highlight? 
Um, the whole of the last tour we did in November was pretty special because uh, it was obviously the first bunch of gigs we'd done yeah. uh, in like almost two years. Um, and yeah, some of those shows I was just like smiling the whole way through the set. Um, yeah, I'd say that tour is probably, it's, the be- it's definitely the best bunch of gigs we've ever done, the best tour we've done. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, it, it's been uh, really lovely speaking to you, Hayden. So, um, obviously, um, you guys are, are going to be going your separate ways. Are, are there any particular projects that uh, listeners should be uh, watching out for? Uh, yeah, um, I'm just about to uh, start my own thing. Um, I'm going under the name Last Boy. Um, I've just uh, booked my first gig. Um, to like sort of watch it all um and I, yeah i've been writing so many songs for that uh, over the last year um so that's going to be exciting uh I, you should sign up to my mailing list uh you can find that on my, my personal instagram um because it's it's going to be the people on the mailing list that hear stuff yeah. first uh basically not going to put out any anything for a while apart from to those people so yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, and then Callum uh, has already started his, his thing. He goes under the name Health and Beauty. Um, his music's amazing. Uh, he supported like Black Marble and stuff like that. Um, and then Charles concentrating more on his like uh, the sort of visuals he does, uh, like audio visual sort of performance stuff. Um, that's really cool. And then Millie's, I don't think she's totally decided on what she's doing yet, but. Yeah, we're all uh, we've all got our own things going on, so keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, definitely, listeners, keep your eyes peeled, um, and obviously, still uh, head to the Ninth Waves uh, social media channels. I'm sure you'll be able to keep up to date with all the upcoming projects. Um, you guys are on Twitter and Instagram at the Ninth Wave underscore, and on Facebook at the Ninth Wave official. Um, so that's obviously a really good starting point. Uh, listeners, follow those channels, and obviously, you'll be able to find out what's coming up. Hayden, again. Thank you so much for your time. What would be your final message for listeners today? Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, if you have been a supporter of our band, cheers for the cheers for the support. We will uh, we'll see you further down the line. I'm sure. Yeah, um, and you know, best of luck with the with the shows this week. Best of luck with the album release. Uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast and yeah all the best with the new projects Hayden cheers thank you very much well I really hope you enjoyed that chat there with the ninth wave do remember to check out their new album Heavy Like a Headache and if you can pop along to one of their final shows um, thank you very much for joining us on another edition of the Full Punk Music podcast we'll be back very soon with another edition of the podcast but also Remember to check out our Discover New Music podcast, where we focus our attention on some of the best up-and-coming young bands from around the world. To stay up to date with us, please do follow us on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And finally, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button wherever you're watching, and we will see you again very soon.